0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: You're watching The Cop TV, the voice of football's most famous stand. Salah to Satellite in front of The Cop. Yes, hello and welcome back to The Cop TV. Yeah. Good morning, class. The Voice of Football's most famous stand, episode 64 now of Hot Copics, the podcast that you can find on YouTube and Spotify as well if you're an audio listener. Be up to everyone that's locked in. An important week for Liverpool. Mario, how are we, my brother? I'm sound, brother. Happy to see you again. Of course, um, of course, it's always a pleasure when I see you. Make sure, guys, if you're watching this right now, don't be a sausage. <laughs> like the video. Comment with your thoughts as well about what we're going to speak about today on hot topics, and also send in your hot topics. We've got time today to debate what you guys want to hear us debate. So, if there's anything on your mind, Liverpool related, send it our way. And this is a therapy session for us all to discuss in a, a proper safe space, therapy session, exactly. We need space. that. Um, and of course, if you haven't already, then make sure that you're subscribing to the Cop TV. We are very close to thirty thousand. You know, with the Manchester United game on Sunday, I'm hoping that maybe we we push that. Um, that figure off depends uh, on the team of the result you know well listen win or lose I want it to happen this weekend you know so make sure that you're pressing subscribe if you haven't already shared the stream and all that good stuff Um, how are you Mario? not bad Alex thank you my
0: brother not bad ready for this very important week for us very crucial week I have to say for the top four so we've got two home games and you know we need to do absolutely six points and it's not easy because Man United looks very good this season unfortunately
1: Unfortunately, that's the
0: truth. Very good. Yeah, um, that's the truth. After like probably 10 years,
1: after the last version left, yeah. 2013, yeah. finally, they look decent. So, What were you thinking when you saw uh, them lift that cup on Sunday? I mean, that was our cup until Sunday. And how did you feel about Carrius as well? Eh. Let us know what you thought about Carrius's performance. How you feel about Man United winning the trophy? Because I'm going back to London on Thursday. I've got to do a preview with Flex on the Cop TV. He's mm. going to be giving it all this. He's going to come into the interview with a Carabao energy drink.
0: Do you know what uh, I mean?
1: Last year it was a Mickey Mouse Cup. Mickey Mouse. This Cup. year it's like the World Cup final that yeah. they've won. Yeah, but so talk to me.
0: Man United supporters, what do you expect of that? Nothing, bro. It's just you know, it's of course it's painful to see like Man United they leave the trophy after a long time. Uh, that trophy was you know our trophy <laughs> yeah. uh, until Sunday Pop, this is the football I, we have to admit it that this season Man United they finally after probably 10 seasons after like Sir, Allison, uh, Sir Alex Ferguson left the team they finally look a decent team uh, they finally look like a team uh, because they always had massive big players they always spend a lot of money for yeah. big players, but they never create a team. So for us on Sunday is a super important game, mate. We destroyed last season. We destroyed aggregate
1: it was last season.
0: Nine nil it? in aggregate in two games. We just we just smashed their faces. I will never forget the moment in the first game when the supporters, the Man United supporters, it's they like left leaving, yeah. They left the crowd in like in the sixties, sixty-fifth minute. So this is one of the best memory I ever had in the football.
1: It's actually the highest viewed video on the Cup TV. Hundred and thirty thousand views are celebrating in Jurgens after beating Manchester United. Not one, not two, not three, not four. I didn't but know you the have no and lot, but that was a long time ago. It's not gonna happen.
0: October twenty twenty one. That's it. Uh, so definitely 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 I'm excited very excited for tomorrow game and especially for Sunday game because you know Liverpool Man United doesn't matter the um, the league table of the teams it's always the best game it's the best game for it me still the biggest it's the best, game. the best the best in English football uh, the rivalry with Man City is, you know, the last five, six years is massive, but the game against Man United doesn't matter if they are, uh, we are on the relegation, they are relegation. Uh, it's just the biggest game in the Premier League, biggest game in English football, I say. So I'm, you know, nervous, quite nervous. So...
1: Well, listen, after their trophy that they won the other day, they are now on 42 or 43 major honours. Let me just double check. I mean, Liverpool are still at the top, obviously. Most successful team in this country ever. But here it is. English clubs with the most trophies. Liverpool, 45. Manchester United now, 43. Arsenal 31, Chelsea 25, City 23, Aston Villa 20, Tottenham 17, Everton 15, Newcastle 11, Blackburn 10. So this is the English clubs with the most success or the most trophies of all time. So it's 43 for Manchester United now. And they're obviously still in three other competitions, aren't they? Yeah, but Everton last
0: trophy since 1995. Oh yeah, no,
1: no, of course. yeah. Since 1995, since 1995, (laughs) (laughs) you
0: haven't got no trophy
1: that's a fact. That's a fact. It is a fact. Absolutely. So, I mean, are you worried that they could overtake our trophy hall this season because they're still in the Europa League FA yeah. Cup and they might potentially win the Premier League as mm. well. It's horrible to talk about it. It's, it's painful, horrible to bro. talk I about it. This
0: shit. <laughs> it's horrible to talk about it. Probably they can they can, they beat they beat Barcelona last day. So Barcelona was the toughest team in the Europa League this season. Ah, Juventus as well. Yeah, they want to win. Sevilla, they have to beat Sevilla as well. Sevilla, they have experience in Europa League. They, and they have, have the most. Betis ex- at the minute, my Spanish team. Uh, I don't want to think about it, to be honest, mate. Man, no, neither do I. Actually. Because it's if they if they win the FA Cup and the Europa League, is something possible? Yeah, let's let's be honest. It's possible. It's possible. They it's play not... West
1: Ham tomorrow in the FA Cup. Okay, okay,
0: so it's possible, and. Uh, Nothing, man. We need just to smash their faces on
1: Sunday. This is my target for this week. Because True Don in the comments saying that at least they'll win one more trophy at least. Um, Sean saying they're buzzing because they took us over in domestic trophies. Um, every game now is a Champions League qualifier. Absolutely. I agree with this. I agree. It is 43. Big up Super Mario and AGT says Nuno. Make sure that you're letting us know where you're watching from as well today. Um, Tammy as well, big up to you. She says, we need a midfielder. We can't be starting a combined age 90 plus midfield like that again, as we did against Crystal Palace. Um, Enough about Manchester United. We've given them their flowers. Um, Let's move on to nonsense, apparently. Salah's agent came out and said this, and I have the exact... um, tweet that he came out with. So it was a picture that basically said from Anfield Watch that essentially said if Liverpool don't qualify for the Champions League then Mo Salah will be off this season. Now, almost instantly that original tweet was deleted and then minutes later Salah's agent came out and said this and I quote, nonsense, full stop. This was never discussed or even thought about. Not qualifying the Champions League has never even crossed our minds I'm going to get this up on the big screen right now so everyone can see it but does that make you a little bit more um, relaxed about the fact that Salah will stay if we don't get Champions League as we can see it here that this is the tweet from Rabi Abbas uh, Issa his agent as we know he's been very influential in in Salah's career at Liverpool so far but what do you make of this tweet?
0: If to be honest, I, do, I don't believe in this tweet. Uh, I believe in the first tweet. Uh, I have the sensation that if you not get the top four, which is in my point of view, it's impossible because we will get the top four. Um, you still think that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, no, absolutely, man. We've got two games in hand. If you, who, is, who is the fourth at the moment? Tottenham. Tottenham, <laughs> exactly. We have two games in the hand and we are like nine points behind them. And Tottenham and Newcastle, to be honest, mm, they had nothing special this season. So we're definitely going for the top four. If, if we not get the top four, I'm pretty sure, my personal opinion, that Salah, Halas, he's going. I don't know, probably to PSG or somewhere else. Barcelona as well. Barcelona, they want Mohamed Salah as well. They want to do a, like a over-30 duel with Lewandowski. Uh, which is a good idea, but I'm not sure. I don't believe in the idea that Mohamed Salah can't stay without the Champions League in Liverpool. I know he loves Liverpool. He's probably Liverpool most... Uh, yeah, this is very important. Uh, well, we'll get back on to
1: that, but yeah, still on it, Salah, I mean, it's... It's the most important player,
0: mate, so I think he's going to leave it, mate. You reckon? Yes, without the top four, Yes. Salah doesn't care because Salah is that kind of player. (coughs) I want the maximum. I'm a very ambitious player. I want the maximum. I don't need to play in Europa League. For me, Europa League is a bullshit. That's what I think that Salah thinks. And he's going to live without top four. 100% I'm sure about it. And of course, I I don't want this one to happen because for me, Mohamed Salah, and even for Megan, (laughs) is Megan's favorite player. She loves Mohamed Salah. Seriously, man. Every day she talks about Mohamed Salah. And you know it's uh, it's Liverpool's most important player in the last season,
1: so. The Ice Yeti says this guy is deluded if he thinks we're getting the top four. Talking about you, I'm deluded, but probably he doesn't know.
0: He doesn't see the 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 league table. We are just three points with two nine points with two game in hand, and I don't think Tottenham is nothing special. I don't think nothing. Tottenham and Newcastle are nothing special. We beat Newcastle. This is absolutely... I I don't understand how people can not believe in the top four. I know we're struggling
1: this season, man. Fifth to seventh, Trudon thinks.
0: We're struggling this season. Of course, we're struggling. That's for sure. But we're going to go for top four. Trust me. Trust me. And if you call me deluded, I don't give up. You know, I don't care. Because this is... I always believe in my team. And we always, you know... Not because I believe in my team means that I'm more supported than someone else. This is this is not true. You have just to believe in Liverpool, man. We can do it. It's nothing impossible. We're not talking about winning the, the Premier League. If I say that we're gonna win the Premier League this season, okay, call me the dude. I agree with that. But top four is something that Rory said that
1: last week, didn't he? Yeah, leave it. Rory is <laughs> uh,
0: he makes show sure he's nice, he is funny. But yeah, top four, yeah, absolutely achievable for this season for us. Hundred percent.
1: Well, the IC Yedi says, I see the league, to- league table, but we're worse than Spurs this season, which is quite an achievement, to be honest. Um, no. Listen, if he does stay, then I think we owe it to to not only him. We, I wouldn't even say we owe it to him at all. We owe it to the fans of the club to invest um, and ourselves if we want to be competing at the top level. But if Salah doesn't maybe see this same ambition that he has himself, do you think he's got every right to say, well, look, I'm here, I'm ready, but the club don't clearly don't want to be serious about investing, so I'm going to go. Do you think that's... And that's... Even if we get Champions League, he could still say that. If we don't invest in if the If we summer. don't invest. Because Klopp did come out in his press conference last week and said we need to go massive in the summer. Which again, us Liverpool fans, we're we're buzzing when we hear that. But until we see it happen, it's just words. I know. And I think if Salah doesn't see that ambition, it's a bit like when Torres wanted to leave, right? Yes. Um he saw Roy Hodgson come in he had a big chat with him and he said look I don't see any ambition in the club we're not really buying the, the players to take us to the next level and then he, he ended up leaving
0: It's a little bit different situation with Torres because I remember I remember very well those days eh, around Fernando Torres move to Chelsea and like two days before his permanent move he say I'm going to be faithful to the cop. I'm going to stay here but of course, I want to see ambitious team. I want to see new players. And then after two days, he left the team for sixty millions. So it's a little bit different example for Fernando Torres. <clears throat> I have to be honest with you. I never like Fernando Torres mm-hmm. as a football player. Yes, but as a like really? human being, no, never. I don't know why. He's a typical guy who's oh, he's the typical like clean face. He's good guy. He looks nice. He's uh, no. I knew it that inside him, he's a devil inside. A devil? And yes. Jesus Christ, man. Yes. I know he this knows. is like strong words, but this is what Very I strong. thought about him when he used to play with us. My first game ever in Anfield, Liverpool against uh, Sunderland 2010. Um, he made the assist for Steven Gerrard. 2-2. 2 yes. Uh... Dirk Hoyt the, the first yes, goal, it,
1: and it was a mistake. Uh, that's them. a kind
0: of mistake, of yeah, yeah. exactly. But Gerard
1: header, Torres and Gerard cross, yeah.
0: and when Gerard celebrates, he celebrates, just, you know, in uh, in front yeah. of us. Yeah, I, I don't want to speak about it because massive emotion. Anyway, <laughs> and I remember, I remember, I, I had a chat uh, with my mates from Italy, um, and I say I don't like Fernando Torres, massive player, but I'm pretty sure that he's gonna, he he doesn't love Liverpool. He doesn't love the crest, he doesn't love but the what supporters. About
1: when his armband said you never walk alone when he came, when he was at Atletico. You never walk
0: alone It's just a how you say in English it's motto, motto. Like in it's Italy we in say Liverpool, motto like though. a like a famous phrase that you know represent yourself. You will never walk alone. It's something not just related on Liverpool. Of course it's Liverpool anthem. If you think about it it's just Liverpool anthem. But it's something that can, you know, um represent your your life. I will be always there. I, I will never work alone because my parents, my family, they will support. It's not just related on Liverpool. Leave it darn but Fernando Torres, he, he never
1: used to l- love Liverpool. He was a great player, definitely. I think he did love Liverpool. I think no. that's a little bit harsh. Um, Esther A says, I thought I was the only one. I've never liked Torres. Agree with Mario. Oh, Thank you, Esther. But then Jungle is massive. Says you aren't jealous of his beautiful, clean face, are you, Mario? <laughs> yeah, definitely more beautiful he than is me. He is a beautiful man. I Absolutely, like, yeah. And now he's
0: a bodybuilder as well. Now he's even, a bodybuilder, even better. it's so.
1: too late though for all that. If he if he had a bit more weight. Um, when he was at Liverpool that would have been a little bit better um, but listen interesting opinion about Fernando Torres there I, I can't say I agree but again that's what—that's a hot topic hot today. topic um, Trudon says you're describing Suarez if anything um, different so
0: absolutely different he used to love Liverpool he used to love Liverpool yeah. you can't compare Fernando Torres with Suarez in that point of view because for me Suarez he really used to love Liverpool and we can say that after he left Liverpool and Probably Fernando Torres is, together with Xabi Alonso, is the only one player in the Liverpool history that just, I can't blame him. He left. He used to love Liverpool. He left and he won everything with Barcelona yeah. in just in his first season. And he won the golden boot and he won everything. So, And then, when he was a Barcelona player, he used to come in Melwood to see the players, to say hello to Steven Gerrard, to other players, because he had a great relationship with them. Which is Fernando Torres never did in the past. Never. He left Liverpool for Chelsea. That's it. I don't give a shit about you anymore. I heard
1: he was crying when he left. Yeah. And this is a... Oh, no. <laughs> it's a Mario knows. So uh, we believe him. My, Suarez no, did a, want to leave for Arsenal though, the summer before he went to Barca.
0: 2013, I remember, they offered like 40, plus uh, 40 million plus uh, one penny, something like this. And Stevie, Stevie G, he convinced him
1: to... Just stay. stay for another year. Stay. But he did, not left, so. Suarez needed to play in the Champions League. Yeah. Yeah. And listen, he won it straight away. I agree. What a player. Maybe even up there with the Benzemas, the Lewandowskis, for sure he's up there. In the last 10 years, yeah. top, top three number nines yeah. in the world, for sure. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. He was the best centre forward in the world. But then again, from 2007 to nine, I think as a number nine, Torres was the best number nine in the world for two years. As a months. player,
0: absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And if you if you hear the Steven Gerrard interviews, his partnership with Fernando Torres was the best partnership yeah. in his career, even better than Michael Owen. Michael Owen, even better than Suarez as well, even better than uh, who else, uh, Robbie Fowler as well. So the partnership between Torres and, and Gerrard was something like unreal mates. I remember how many assists, how many goals they create. Uh, but for me, you know, uh, I I never used to love him because. I, I didn't trust him. I,
1: I think you did love him though. No, no, no. no. I think you did. No. Um, look at this one here from Mark. And this was great at the time when I found this out. Delfina, Suarez's daughter, is an anagram of the word Anfield. And she's born in Liverpool. And she's a Scouser. She's a Scouser. She's born in Liverpool. So, <laughs> A Uruguayan Scouser. Fact. Unbelievable. Um, Vidic has Torres' nightmares to this day. <laughs> um, let's go back to, uh, to Salah though, because I feel like performance levels, he's starting to show us a little bit more. a little bit more in terms of assists now a couple of goals to his name recently as well but when you look at the overall situation I think this summer and I've said it yesterday on DR Sports but this summer that we find in front of us whether we have Champions League or no Champions League this summer is I would say the most important summer in Jurgen Klopp's um, era at Liverpool so 100% far. I agree with that. Every day that goes by in that summer transfer window, we have to be working hard. If we're not buying someone, we have to be linked with someone. It has to be close. I don't care. I don't want to hear this. Oh, we've got loads to spend in the summer. It's going to be a massive transfer window. I don't want to hear that unless it actually happens now. Because we are, I don't think Liverpool as a team in the last 10 years have ever been more in need of a big transfer window than the one coming up right now. This will shape the future this summer of next year, the year after and the year after, in my opinion. Absolutely. And it's so important that we get rid of the right players and we bring the right players in. And if Salah has been promised this big change with big investment, with Jude, I don't know what what he's heard, right? Because you don't sign a, a big deal when he did last summer without having some kind of reassurances to say, we're going to back you. You're the man, you're the main man and we're going to put everyone around you and back you to be as successful as you can. Let us know in the comments if you agree. What needs to happen this summer? Um, does Salah stay? Does he go? Was his agent telling the truth there? Who else do we bring in? But do you agree that this summer is it's the f- new foundation for the new Liverpool 2.0 under Klopp and everything has to be done perfectly this summer? It is a make or break summer, as Steve says.
0: Absolutely, Alex. Thousand percent, I agree with you. <clears throat> I agree that is is gonna be the the most important summer in under Jurgen Klopp's because this is the time. Fi- this is the first time since Jurgen Klopp came that we really need a change. We really need to rebuild the team, especially the midfield. <laughs> we we had a chat thousand times about the midfield. We need to get rid of the players of the you know like three four players. You already know that which players I'm talking about.
1: Gomez, Keita and Ox.
0: Gomez, Keita, Ox. Yes, probably Milner as well. Uh, Not because he's not good, but because he's not able anymore to give his contribution to Liverpool. Uh, We need to buy the right players. Of course, Jude Bellingham is our priority and he's going to be the priority since we're not, you know, you know, get him, we have to get him, we have to invest on this guy because he's the future not only on Liverpool, he's the future of the football, in my personal opinion. Then we need to get players like, I don't know, probably like Mateus Nunes. Uh, I don't know, uh, We probably, you know, the, the speculation will be crazy this year, this summer. Uh, every day you will see that we're going like, to, know, like speculation about this midfielder, this one, that one, and we need a defender as well. We need a defender as well. I, I can't I can believe, I can't rely anymore in Gomez's mates. Konate is a massive player. Matip as well. This season is not that Matip. You know, the only one, the only two players in the defensive line who I believe in them in are uh, Van Zyke and Konate. And Gomez and Matip. I will keep Matip. Yes, keep Matip. But we need uh, to invest. Probably Guardiol. The the Croatian defender, he loves Liverpool, he said he's a Liverpool big Liverpool supporter. So this is one can affect probably like a you know kind of move. I hope. We need to invest money. We need to invest the right money in the right players. It's very simple. Give it the money to Klopp, he knows how to do. That's so it. Are
1: you saying three to four to five out, three to four to five in?
0: Something like that. Something like, swaps.
1: like that. Something like that, yeah. Do you know what? We had uh, Matt Cooper on the channel last night. We did a Wolves preview um, and I asked him about Mateus Nunes. And I said, you know, considering that Wolves brought him in for uh, 44 million. Right? <laughs> Bless your sneeze there. Uh, hopefully I'm not getting a cold. Uh, no, I'm right. Thanks, bro. Um, but he said, and I quote, he's been disappointed with Nunes since he came into Wolves. Now, when you look at their midfield, right, that's going to play at Anfield. bastard. When you look Bless at their midfield game, that will come to Anfield tomorrow, it's Lamina, Neves, Nunes. That is a, a very good midfield. Very good midfield. And that is young. It's got legs. It's yeah. got experience. Nunes is, the, uh, Neves is the captain. He loves scoring against Liverpool. I actually would love him to play for Liverpool. I think he's the one that we should buy over Nunes. Why not? The the Wolves fan, Matt Cooper, big up to him last night. He said he's been really disappointed with Mateus Nunes. Nunes. So why would we want him if he can't deliver week in, week out for Wolves? I guess there is an argument to say, give him an elite manager like Klopp and and look how he transforms him. But I don't know, considering they bought him for 44 million, I wouldn't want to spend 50 million on him. It's a lot, 50 million. It is a lot. Let's get into some questions. Nuno saying Salah needs to go. Um, Steve letting us know that this is a make or break summer. Um, And we have spoke about this one before. Why do you think Salah met with the PSG owner recently? I mean, it's starting to scare me a little bit now because the owner rumours have gone away. We're not for sale. So this meeting is actually a bit scary now that he's actually met the PSG owner because we at the time thought, oh, it's maybe the new owner of Liverpool that he's talking to. I mean, obviously, as we said, bro, we don't want Salah to go. So why is he meeting the PSG owner?
0: Did you think we'll have a
1: tissue, actually, Jacob? Please, boss.
0: Did you, you think that bro. we gave a massive contract to Mohamed Salah? We renewed his contract uh, to get more money, of course, because we don't want to hear the fact that we're gonna lose him for Legend. you know for zero. So that that was just kind of Safety. we're gonna give you more money. We're gonna extend your contract. Just because next season, when you want to go, we're not going to lose you for, for zero. We're going to make money with you because we can lose Mohamed Salah on zero. Probably that's one of the, you know, this is another of the facts that we didn't know Mohamed Salah. You know, it's, it's, it's something possible. What do you think about it? I know it's as, hard as to As the days mo-
1: go on, I that that meeting that he had with the owner of PSG does scare me. I mean, business would tell you that if you are in possession of a really valuable asset, like most salaries, you protect that and you try and maximise the the profit made from that if you are to sell him. And I think the contract last summer secured us in that way. So if he does go, we're not letting him go for, for peanuts. He'll have to be 75 to 100 million. It will have to be when you look at what he can bring commercially to the club as well, the shirt sales, I think all that has to come into account. Um, but I don't want him to go. We've literally built our team around this man, um, especially in the attack. He never gets dropped. He always plays. And his goal record for Liverpool is incredible, man. And, you know, he's now got more than Steven Gerrard. He's he's pushing to get Kenny Dalglish. And I think... Him being him, we know how competitive he is. We know how uh, how much he wants these records. You know, he's still in in possession of that Premier League goal scoring record, which will be taken by Erling Haaland. But I think if he show if we're showing him the investment that we're gonna give him around him in the summer to really go big next year, then I think he owes us at least one more year to see how that goes, you know? Yeah, of course. Stay and see how that season goes, and then if next season we don't get in the Champions League again, walk out the door. And I, and I don't think he would owe us any more. Um, at this stage, I think there's a, a mutual. Uh, what's the word here? He doesn't owe us anything, and we don't owe him anything at this stage because we've been through the trenches with Mo Salah. We've we've finished third, fourth. We've we've been to the highest of highs. He's won every trophy you can win at Liverpool. So think- it's almost like the Manny situation where we go. Listen, you've won it all with us. Go and try try something new. But I think Salah owes us, and I know I just said he doesn't owe us anything. But if we've given him the new big deal, if we've promised him the players that we're all going to bring in around him, then he does owe us one more year. You can't leave I this hold summer. Her. I hope. You, you do owe us one more year, I think. That's just my opinion. Again, let us know in the comments what you think about this one. Um, I'm not expecting it to be done. Uh, sorry, I'm not expecting it all to be done, saying Jungle is massive. Uh, I think we might consolidate again next year, top four, and then go again. Um, we will speak about the the latest financial results that have just come out this morning, by the way, as well. Um, but we have to remember the financial results that came out today are from 2021 to 2022. That's how it works, financial years, April to April. So it's not how much money we have now. This is how much money we had last we year. We cut last year, yeah. Um, Chris saying, uh, Nunez has been rubbish this season, not our Nunez, by the way. This is Mateus Nunez. Mateus. Uh, LFC need to start signing players who are not injury prone. Uh, the Ice Yeti says, Bellingham, Kone, Caicedo, Nunez, Rice, Turan, Mount are just some midfielders we could go for. Jungle is massive saying, bless you. Thank you very much. I appreciate <laughs> it. Um, big up to AKZZ71 with a super chat. Mario, he says, opinion, we should cash in on Salah and buy Chiesa. I don't think so. Not for me. Thank you for the super chat though. No,
0: no, 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 no. Chiesa Chiesa is a good player. You know that I I like Chiesa, but nothing to see him in
1: Mohamed Salah. Absolutely not agree with that. Someone get Alex a lemsip and a curly whirly. (laughs) Thank you, mate. Um, To be fair, we do need uh, to build a future without Salah, including Virgil, Fab and all of that. This is why, again, it's not just Salah. This is this summer isn't just all about sal- Salah, it's about have we got the next uh, Matip, have we got the next Canate that we can buy that will be the next Van Dyke in three or four years? Have we got, I think Henderson is the next Milner, but have we got another Henderson who's 25? I think that is Neves. Have we got another Fabinho? I think that could be Becetic but it could be um, Jude Bellingham you know someone that can do both jobs Jude Bellingham obviously but it's not just Salah that we have to think about this season and it further strengthens the point that this summer is so effing important man we cannot have another summer where we don't do what we need to do I can't believe how important it is man
0: Are you surprised Alex about the yesterday awards of Van Dijk best defender in the world? It's voted for by players, best isn't team
1: it? in the world. It's voted for by players, so a little bit surprised. But then, <laughs> be surprised. Who, who would you put in above him? I don't know. I don't let, know. let me just
0: get up this team again. <coughs> um... I don't absolutely know, but I was surprised yesterday when I saw that he he's been like in well the best player. So in the
1: it's twenty twenty two. Right, so it's last year, this, last year. This the World Eleven FIFA FIFA Pro. It's the World Eleven, right? So in goal, you've got Thibaut Courtois. Fair enough. Fair enough, I guess. Even though I think he's a bit of a rat, but anyway, um, At the back, you've only got three defenders, right? So they've gone Hakimi on the right, Cancelo on the left, and Van Dijk in the middle. Now, let's not forget, up until June. 2022 van Dijk probably was the best in terms of he was two games away from winning a quadruple but not that two best trophies from 2019 oh no no no, no. you can't get that back was to that the best ever uh, it was the best ever but i mean in the midfield modric kevin de bruyne casemiro um, and then they've got four attackers of like Mbappe, three, four Messi, Harland and Benzema in one team. <laughs> what, a si- what a system, mate. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't know how that team actually gets on in a real game because no, they've no, only they- got three defenders.
0: No, even, even one defender. Because- it's like this, look. Cancelo and... Uh,
1: yeah, and one defender, basically.
0: Uh, Cancelo and Hakimi, they are offensive players. Yeah.
1: They're not defenders. <laughs> so. By the way, Hakimi was arrested yesterday on suspicion of alleged rape. Yes. So for him to still be in that team after that came out, I don't know what's happened there. Again, suspicious. It's it's alleged. Can't comment on it at this time. But yeah, I, I guess, it and again, let us know in the comments, was it a surprise to see Virgil van Dijk in that FIFA best 11 team? It's up for debate. Obviously, always nice to see it. And it is also voted for by the players. And Van Dyke, in his speech, he said it's a great award to win, or it's not an award to win, but it's great to be included in the team because it's voted by players. Apparently, Ronaldo refused to vote this year. He refused to vote. Apparently. Says it all about him, doesn't it, really? Um, <laughs> Salah shows his professionalism and is never out injured. We need more of that from Mark. Chris saying he can't disagree with the team that we just uh, read out. FIFA Ultimate Team um, saying, Sean, uh, Mane and Lewandowski, unfortunate to miss out. Maybe. I, I'd, I'd say Lewandowski was unfortunate to miss out. I think Mane had an incredible start to 2022. Yes. But the the end of it wasn't wasn't the best. Um, so there you go. Uh, you know, I don't think necessarily that team is is outrageous, but at the same time, maybe a little surprised to see Van Dyke in there. So let us know if you agree or not with that. Um, Right. Speaking of investment, speaking of financials, commercials, uh, stats and figures, let's have a look at this. This is from David Lynch. And this again was 10 o'clock. This is only two hours old, this news. Um, But it says Liverpool have released their financial results for the financial year, April 2021 to April 2022. Media revenue. Um, Again, I don't know exactly what that (laughs) encapsulates it sounds quite broad but that was down by five million and let's not forget this is uh april 2021 so this is still in lockdown there was still a period of this in lockdown um we've also seen match day revenue um is that going up or down it says 86 to 83 it should be down right should be three million down um commercial revenue has gone up. Oh, no, these are all the things that have gone up, are they? Yes, all up. Just, so, the, first, just the media revenue is... is so the matchday revenue down. has gone up so much because the year before was COVID. Yeah. Is that correct? So it's yeah. gone up by 83 million. That's crazy. Um, commercial revenue up by 29 million. Administrative costs up by 70 million. Revenue is 107 million there and profit before tax is 12.3. If you just scroll down here as well, Jacob, there's more to to talk about. I also understand that the balance of FSG's loan to the club remains at 71.4 million. The club's external bank loan stands at 88, down from 128, and that is the loan being used to fund the Anfield Road extension. Big emphasis on the rising costs involved running a football club in Liverpool. Statement figures from the last five years Make that hard to argue with. Staff costs up by seventy-six percent. Administrative costs up by seventy. Anfield running costs up to up to forty. I'm confused, mate. Well, yeah, there's a lot of numbers, a lot yeah, of uh, confused. Cents. Basically, what it's saying is if we just scroll down a little bit, and lost the biggest cost that we've had now are the rising cost of running a football club, and then also the Anfield Road extension. So revenue is up, costs are up as well um and again you know you've seen Riley there straight away asking him how how does this affect us buying Jude so if the club is allegedly putting figures out there that claim to say that we have uh, made a revenue of around 100 million how does it affect is a good question how does it affect us going into this transfer market and is there money there to be spent there always is of course we know that but how much is the question
0: Yeah, all these numbers just make me a little bit confused, to be honest. <laughs> the only one thing I know that, uh, how you say, that, you know, next summer is is the crucial summer yeah. to rebuild the team. And we have to finally, 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 we need to spend the real money. We have to spend 250, 300 million, whatever, they have the money anyway. And club says, he, he said probably in the last press conference, he said that We need to spend. Otherwise, I'm going. He didn't say this, but, you know, he meant just uh, this kind of thing because Klopp is, you know, that kind of man. He's got a lot of patience. He can, you know, wait. He can create. He can do miracles. But now, now all the bonuses, all the miracles are gone. We need to invest money. We need to invest money. I'm confused with all these numbers. Um, I know they doing the, of course, the, the new stand, and they spend a lot of money to do the new stand. But now it's time to spend. If you if you want to be competitive in every single competition, we need to spend the real money for the real for the for the, for the you know the the, the right players. We, we we don't we we don't like to waste money. It's something that is not the Liverpool mentality. Uh, well, for example fresh example with Chelsea how many players they bought 10-15 players and you see what's going on with Chelsea now
1: yeah the way they've got around it though is the mortisation basically yeah, but... spreading contracts over 7-8 years they can get away with it there um, yeah listen the money is there there is funds available um, but it's, this is going to have to be now the biggest summer Liverpool have ever spent I'm pretty sure this has to break what we did in 2018. Absolutely, uh, in terms of bringing Virgil and Allison to the club, this has to be the biggest summer ever. In terms of, we need to be touching 250 here. So just they, to, Alex, just they came to for free.
0: Allison yeah. and Van Dijk, they came for free with continuous money. So yeah.
1: they didn't no, spend nothing. Point. They didn't spend. It's a good point. If, exactly. Um, Here's one from Chris McAvoy. Big question for him. Do you know about the crazy stat? If you pass the ball to Salah 50 times a game, we always win. I never heard about this. So pass the ball to Salah and we will win. 50, um,
0: 50 times means uh, like twice every minute. No. Almost. Yeah,
1: 90 minutes. Uh, yeah, Almost. twice a minute. I twice think a minute. Um But it's about getting that ball to him. Who in the midfield can yeah. find him that quickly? No one at the moment. No one at the moment. That's exactly. The, that's the thing. This is the Liverpool problems. They're coming from the midfield. Yeah. Do we see Thiago Alcantara coming back and making a, a big impact when he's back fit and ready? Don't forget, we've also got Luis Diaz a couple of weeks away now. We've got Canate maybe who who might be involved yeah. in the Wolves game tomorrow. But Tiago, is he the guy to get that ball to sell her as much as possible? Mm, he's the only one creative player
0: in the midfield. He, he can make the difference. He did it a lot of times. And um, of course, the mm, I lost. <laughs> I was thinking about the numbers and I just I lost my brain. Numbers yeah. have confused Mario yeah. this morning. <laughs> yeah, and, um, Tiger Cantar is the only one player who can make you know uh, that passes he was talking about. Give it fifty times the ball, but give it in a good way. Don't just pass it like forty yards from the from the net. So give it like nice balls. Give it like you know. Give it the chance to run because that's what he loves. The passes between the defenders, so he can run. He can got the ball. Going on the left and try to score. This is this is what what Mohamed Salah always done in the past. So we need uh, we absolutely miss Thiago Cantara, and I don't know when, when when he is coming back to play again when he is fit. I don't know. Probably in two or three
1: weeks. I'm not pretty sure. Well, okay. listen. When he does come back, I think he gets into the team. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. He starts immediately. But again, we're looking at a player who has been injury prone and has shown us um, that we can't necessarily rely on him every game. But again, it's it's an incredible midfielder that we're we're lucky to witness. Um, we spoke about this last week. Do you think Mason Mount would be a good signing? I'm not yes. talking about it again. Yes. I always say no. He always says yes. So I'm not talking about that yes. anymore. Uh, Conman says Thiago has to play. Um, Salah is such a creator if you get the ball to him that stat has been checking since he signed for us Um, might take him a month to get to match Sharpness this is Steve talking about Tiago. I think Um, MK saying United, Arsenal, Chelsea they all have American owners you don't need oil money we just need to move on from sell to buy investment is simply needed and Klopp deserves to be backed. I thought I said Klopp deserves to be sacked there. I was about to have a a meltdown there. No, I agree Um, with this comment. uh, Ravi, we have to be smart with our spending. We can't just spunk 150 on one player. But if there is one player you would spunk that on, it is Jude Bellingham. Absolutely. 100%. Why can't we get James Madison? Um, I think Leicester would probably want 80-85 for, for Madison and Newcastle would happily pay that as well. So let them go and buy him. Diaz, we're we're looking for him uh, to come back ASAP. As we know, Chris saying, we miss Canate now more than any other player this year. He just puts out fires and we are burning down right now. That's true. You agree? Eh. Yeah. That's true. Konate
0: last season, uh, you know, we remember his performance in the Champions League, even in the final, he was one of one of the best Liverpool players. We miss Konate definitely, mates. We, you know, Gomez and, and, and Matip, especially Matip. Gomez, of course, we knew that he's, you know, he's gone already. But especially Matip, I, I'm this season. I'm very like disappointed of his performance. It's not that player from the last seasons. He always used to make the difference. Uh, sometimes he used to be even better than Van Dijk in the past. But this season, he's, you know, probably is like the the, the overall form from the whole team. And uh, we can see that Matip because he's not he's not the real Matip. He's not what he wants to see for him. So we definitely, I told you, we need to, it's not just the midfield there, mates. We, Of course, we need three, four midfielders, but we need an, at least an, one defender as well. This is very important, mate. It's very important because, you know, we've got like, a lot of games. We've got injuries every every season. We can't rely anymore to to uh, Gomez. His dimension is not Liverpool. He needs to play for you know, like the average teams. Like with all my respect, like teams like Aston Villa. That's his real, uh, you know, uh, how you say. Um, it's 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 not good for Liverpool. It's not good for the top ten teams in England.
1: Ah uh, so yes, Alex. For me, it's like this. No, listen. I I think it's time to go now. But yes, I've always been such a big fan of his from when he came in in 2015. He's had so many injuries to deal with. Um, he, at one point in 1819, him and Van Dyke had one of the best partnerships ever. Um 18, 19 Ever yeah. in Liverpool's history. I think yeah. they went 20 games and conceded one or two goals. So, listen, but if we don't get Vardial, who are we going to get? Who else is there the Vario is 20 years old. I know, but it's nothing to say that he's going to want to come to Liverpool. It's huge potential. Uh, no, of course, yeah. It's just
0: speculation about his future. I don't know, mate. I don't know. I don't know. This is something that Klopp needs to, you know, to think about it. I don't know which player, which defender. It's uh, it's like, you know, it's not very expensive. It's young and his potential world
1: class. Yeah. What do you think? I, I, I can think of Vario, but in terms of other centre-backs... I like Arruajo from, from Barcelona. Who? He's Him and um, Rudigo have been the best two centre-backs in La Liga this year. Barcelona have only conceded like seven goals in La Liga, which is incredible this season. But we are on the last day of February. Um, big up to my guy, Liverpool Goals. Uh, we did a fan cam with him outside Anfield last week. But he's asked who was our player of the month for February now let me go through the games that we played in February right and then we'll look ahead to Wolves tomorrow night and uh, Manchester United on Sunday so we lost 3-0 to Wolves in the first game of February we beat Everton 2-0 of course we beat Newcastle 2-0 then we lost 5-2 and then 0-0 to Palace um, so two wins out of five games in the month who was the best player in the month <laughs> I would say maybe bechetic Bacetic won the, the the World Best Player of yeah. the month in January. So I think he gets it again in February. In February, Maybe
0: Salah? I don't know. Uh, his performance against Real Madrid was very Still poor. Still scored. No no, I mean no no no, I oh, mean Bacetic, uh, Bacetic, yeah. yes. Uh, yeah, probably Mohamed Salah for the derby game goal, uh, for for the Real Madrid goal and assist. Uh, he was very close to score against even uh Crystal Palace
1: yeah hit the bar that was a great shot hit
0: the shot. bar eh, probably Mohamed Salah but I mean
1: he yeah can't... I think i go for Salah as well let us know in the comments who you think I think it's Salah and I think it's Bacetic as well um, massive game at Anfield tomorrow night we've done a, an extensive preview on the channel uh, with as I said Matt Cooper big Wolves fan from Talking Wolves last night so if you haven't watched that make sure you go back and watch that after this but Mate, I'm nervous for this game. Yes. I'm going to be sitting next to you in the Cop, Um, But I am nervous because it's the kind of game that we could lose. With their midfield, they have a good strikers as well. Cunha, uh, Sarabia scored the other day. He scored for Spain at the World Cup. I watched him. They've got Adama Traore, Jimenez, Diego Costa, um, Podence. These are all Podence, good players. Yeah. And then their midfield is very good as well. I mean, are you confident for this one? Let us know at home. Are you confident that we can beat Wolves tomorrow night at Anfield? We play against Wolves
0: in the last two months. How many times? Three times? We play so we played four times four against times. Wolves this season now. Four times? Yeah. Wow. Three <coughs> times
1: in the last two months.
0: Man, it, it's going to be a tough game, but if we want to get the top four, there is no excuse. Tomorrow we need to win, definitely. Ah. Um, uh, it's not gonna be easy, of course, because they are a great team, and uh, they are the team that they they score, they concede a very few goals. Yeah, uh, but they score like three goals in three weeks ago, which is uh, which is yeah. I think against Wolves, we just reached the bottom. <laughs> we touched the bottom against them, as a you know, uh, as a like conditioned. But after that game, we saw some improvements. That That's for sure. So um, the priority this season is only one, top four. And I'm pretty sure and I want to see a massive performance tomorrow, mate. Uh, that, you know, I'm not going to say that we're we going to win for sure because nothing is sure with this Liverpool at the moment. Every game is, you know, every game is is crazy. But definitely I believe in the win. I definitely believe in the win. Even more against Man United.
1: Even more. Even more against Man United. This is a, a, you know, a win or bust kind of game, as Steve says here. uh, Coinman saying he's nervous every game nowadays. Um, Get the likes up, please. Do get the likes up. There's no excuse for that not to be happening. Um, Mk says I want to forget this month, Um, and Elias says Nunez was our best player in the month for February. But going back to the initial question. You know, this game tomorrow against Wolves, it's so important for us to win this because we've got United at home on Sunday. When have we had an opportunity where we've had two really important games at home in a row in the Premier League this season? I don't know. I can't really remember. I mean, it would have been nicer to win against Crystal Palace because of the fact that we've, you know played them, I think we've won seven in a row at Selhurst Park before this game. Yes. Plus they hadn't won a game in 2023. Seven nil, you remember? Yeah, of course, in lockdown. So for me, it's like, that's a massive missed chance because I I wanted six points going into the United game. Now we've got one point for Palace. We need all three points tomorrow night. It's an absolute must. But then looking at Manchester United on Sunday, let's not forget they've got a big game themselves on Wednesday against West Ham. But coming into that Anfield game, they haven't got the best record at Anfield in recent times. Obviously, we beat them 4-0 last year. But, mate, this is not the same team that came and lost 4-0 at Anfield last year. I know. There's no Ronaldo there, no Pogba, no Maguire. Um, you know, I'm pretty sure there's some other players. Fred McTominay, I doubt McTominay plays. Why I think. no Maguire? Well, he just doesn't play now. doesn't play for Manchester United now, does he? Yeah. He's always on he the bench. He's a great player, by the way. Please. Shut up. Don't try that. He's awful, as we He's know. He's awful, mate. Um, but, you know, it's it's going to be an app. Is this the biggest game that we've had against Manchester United in recent times at Anfield? Maybe because they're a lot better than us right now, whereas years gone by, it was always us better than them.
0: Mm, yeah, I agree. Probably, yeah, this is one of the most important games against them. Because last season, you know, we just we beat them in the way four 0 Like yeah, of course we score four 0 We score four goals and the, the previous game. We score five, and it I, I had I hadn't that that felt that you know oh my God, we play against Man United. We we just win too easy. Yeah. And we didn't, you know, it's it's crazy to think, but we won just very easy in the easy way. So we didn't enjoy properly. You know, we love the Man United. For me, my, Liverpool Man United is, you know, it's, it's my favourite game ever. I can play every week against them because it's my favourite. I love that, you know, that that game. And um, I'm not sure if, if you know that, but um, in the past, when I used to live in Italy, Man, that's fact. That's true. Trust me. Before Liverpool Man United, twice in a season, I had a fever for like a few hours before the game from the, you know, from the tension, from the anxiety. So, eh, but after the game starts and the fever gone. That's happened E- twice every season in the past when I used to live in Italy so for me this game is a, is a such a special feeling is is the best game we can ever play so I always always want to see a great game last season we just smashed them yeah. and you know it's this season is difficult they look better than us for that reason we need to give 200% of our capacity of our possibility to to do better and we have to win Sunday man Sunday is you know is out or in it's like if we win Yes, we're going to go in the Champions League. If not, guys, uh, let's prepare to do, you know, it's not like 100% official that we're not going to go in the top four. But man, Sunday is is one of the biggest game this season, yeah. definitely. I'm nervous for that game. Oh. I'm actually
1: not going to be there. You're not going to be there. I'm not going to be there. I'm going to miss you. You're going to be there shouting for both of us there. Absolutely. Trust me. Um... If we don't beat Wolves, United will beat us. Uh, We are so mentally fragile at the moment. Need a massive atmosphere in both games versus Wolves and United. Says Steve. Big up to you. Uh, Nowadays, I'm nervous every game. Me more than now than most games. Big up to you, Sean. Typical us would be to draw to Wolves and win against United. I mean, I'd still take that if I'm honest. If it meant that we beat the scum. But Gerard sent off uh, was the last win they had at Anfield. 2015. 2015. Mata. Almost 10 years. He scored Mata, twice. Mata scored twice. The yeah. second goal and the overkick. You yeah, remember? A great goal. Sturridge scored a consolation Sturridge. goal. Sturge. Well. And he missed a right penalty. penalty. Who
0: missed a penalty? Uh, Rooney missed a penalty. Rooney did. Rooney missed a penalty and Mignolet saved it. Mignolet
1: yeah. saved. Yes, yes. Yeah. That's surprising that. So it's like um, eight years. What about Whoa. this though? Crick saying that uh, United will target Trent's side of the pitch. Klopp will pretend that problem doesn't exist and Rashford will keep running in behind. Uh, we all know the script by now, lads. Because Rashford is uh, is maybe the best player in the world right Not now. Not
0: maybe. He is. He is. You and remember he's up
1: against Trent. One of
0: my first podcasts here with uh, James was here as well. And he said... Rashford is just not good on footy. He's just shite on, <laughs> on footy. 30. And I remember, man, for me Rashford is still one of the best English players. And of course he had bad seasons. Last season, two seasons ago, like three, four seasons, he had very bad seasons. But this Rashford, this season is probably it's definitely one of the best players in the world. And it's the man most in most in this season. So I'm very worried. We need to we need to stop him first. We need to stop Rashford and then, you know, we try to win the game. But Rashford this season is a, is a world class.
1: Yeah.
0: I always used to love him. I used to like him, not love him because he's not a Liverpool player. I can love him. No, but I, I remember his first game again in Anfield 2016, nil-nil. Uh, yeah. I was living, in, you know. The Coutinho in, just, hit the
1: bar. For the like Coutinho hit the yards. bar. Yes, yes. Yeah, that, yeah. that
0: that game. It was a Monday night. That it game, was Monday it? night. I yeah. used to work here in Rumi, <laughs> and I went to watch the game. A uh, bad game, by the bad way. Game, yeah. Bad game. Uh, but I remember Rashford that game. He he played with Mourinho on the um, on the right, and he impressed me. He impressed me a lot. And he was like maybe 18, very 19. Skinny and, very skinny very yeah. skinny, very good, very quick, very clever. Wow. What's a player? So we need to stop Rashford and then we can win the game. This is the, the tactic. Very simple.
1: I hate to say it, but Ten Hag is a great manager. He really knows how to manage the team on the pitch. Uh, saying, Chris, massive shout out to Jen. Um, £10 Thank you, super Jen. Shout. Thank you so much. She says, we have to go again. Um, big shout out to Jen she's always supporting the channel always sending in super chats always making sure she never misses an episode and that's what we need more of on the Cop TV so be more like Jen in life you know <laughs> massive shout out to you Jen Diaz and Ibu Ibukunate so close now uh, Man United tactics this year is defend and then get the ball to Rashford why can't we do the same with Nunes well listen we have seen Nunes um, break away and, and create counter attacks we have seen that right um, so listen it can be an option but I think if you are playing Nunez play him through the middle that's that's my opinion through the middle but so Gakpo on the left I would say so yeah why or, not or you could start Jota up the top and Nunez on the Jota, left
0: Jota bro he's not ready Jota to play
1: no, I don't, I, not to start I not to think. start probably in the last
0: 20 minutes but yeah. he's not ready this is a massive game we need all the players at maximum
1: uh, so Jota for me is, is not ready at the moment you know, I was going to say big up to Sandy watching from Jamaica, but then uh, Sandy has put GGMU, which means glory, glory, glory Man So no shout out to you, even no. though I kind of just did give you one. <laughs> um, <laughs> we need to get our attack going, our defence sorted 100%. This is what we've been saying the whole episode, Jen. Massive shout out to you and Crick as well. Jota um, needs more time to lose some weight, saying Chris.
0: I think he's fat? I
1: don't think so. Oh, no. I don't think he so. He looks, as always. Yeah, he looks the same. He's I mean, not he in looks form. Very He's very pale because he's form. been indoors playing FIFA for the last six months, but big <laughs> up to him nonetheless. Um, don't think Nunes will play tomorrow. Maybe Gakpo, Bobby, and Salah to give Jota a rest or a 20 minute cameo. He's injured.
0: Yeah, he's right. He's injured in units. Why he think, didn't play against the Palace?
1: Shoulder. Remember he hurt his shoulder against Real Madrid? Of course. Um, he had injections to play the game. Um okay. and then sorry no it was Newcastle Newcastle it was that, that foul from Trippier yeah. when he yeah. kind of let you know that was shoulder he injections to play against Real Madrid didn't play against Palace but Klopp said he should be okay for Wolves okay. again it wouldn't surprise me if we did see a, a Bobby or a Jota um, but I would Why love not? to see Nunez, as always, as I always do. We love we love Nunez, mate. Mate, I love him the most. I'm not being funny, but James would slag him off all the time. uh, Just wait and you will see. Yes, Now we're seeing a little bit, but we want to see some more. Right, guys. Episode 64 of Hot Copics with myself, AGT, and Mario here on the Cop TV. Uh, Make sure, as always, guys, that you like this video. It does help us get more views. Uh, That is literally how it works. Make sure you comment. Um, with how you thought the podcast went and also your thoughts on the Wolves game tomorrow night and, of course, uh, Manchester United on Sunday. As I said, fan cams after the game tomorrow as normal. Going to have a massive preview, trust me, in the bag with Flex from the United view on Thursday or Friday. Um, and then, of course, it's the big one on Sunday. Mario will be at Anfield. He will be doing the fan cams for the Cop TV in my absence. Um, can so, wait yeah. for that. Really looking forward to it. Afternoon, lads. Hope you're all well. See our accounts have been released. Skin FC also looking to, for City to extend the empty hat. Yeah. And Nico, if you rewind about half an hour, you're going to see us talking about all of that as well. Um, big up to Demo Demo, who says, thanks lads watching from Australia. So there you go. Um, Thank you to everyone who's locked in. If you're on YouTube, if you're on Spotify, make sure you give us a five-star review on Spotify as well. By the way, if you're listening on there, is Amalia open tonight? Mario says Mark. <laughs> oh, it's it's always open, especially for you. Um, I'm working to, uh, tonight. So if you want to come, come. Yep. Yeah. Does he have
0: to say cop TV for a discount? Uh, just tell me I'm Mark Simmons from uh, from the the Cup TV song, from the comments song. No problem. I will give you, you something, and I will take care you about up. you. Don't worry. No worry. yeah.
1: Also, um, my mom and all of her <laughs> friends are coming up from London next week and I need to talk to you about next booking week. a table at Amalia for next Thursday night.
0: Next Thursday. I've actually next just week. done it now. So Any games that uh, night? Uh, no.
1: Okay, no. so probably I'm there. We play um, Bournemouth away, I think, on the Saturday. On so.
0: Saturday, yeah.
1: So, yeah. Half um, past sure. 12. Yeah. we probably about eight to 10 people on that table. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. a big one. Earn a bit of commission yourself. I need um, some
0: nuts, nice tips. Okay, so yes, to, no, no, I'm joking.
1: We, we make sure that happens. Don't worry, she's got generous I'm joking, friends. I'm joking, I'm uh, joking. But guys, as I just said, thank you for joining us on the Cop TV. This has been Hot Topics with myself and Mario. We will see you next Tuesday for much more of the same. And before that, we've got loads of other content coming your way. So make sure you subscribe. 30k, it's not far away. We need to reach 30k. So sure that we get that today. Absolutely, a little bit of a rhyme for you. Um, anyway, take care. All the best. We'll see you next time. Thank you, lads. <laughs> Thanks for watching this video, guys. I hope you enjoyed it.
0: Please, guys, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to The Cop TV. The voice of, of football's, football's most famous, famous
1: stand. stand.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.